Star Wars 7x7 episode 2998. Certainly Andor is the talk of the town right now, and Lucasfilm is going all in on promotion for the series, but there's been some movement on another series that until now has actually been kept very much in the dark. So I figured, hey, why don't we catch up on what's going on with The Acolyte? Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So let's talk about the Acolyte and with all the news coming out, you know, we're going to go over that, but I figured it might be good to level set a bit and talk about everything that we know about the Acolyte up until we get to the new news that's been announced. The good news is that there hasn't been a lot of information out there about it. So that summary of what we already know will be pretty quick, I think. I'll start with the timeline, which on its face right now feels a little conflicting. So one of the things that's been said about the series is that it takes place in the final days of the High Republic, and we're currently dating the end of the High Republic at 82 BBY, which, probably no small coincidence, is the year in which Sheev Palpatine is born. However, it's also been stated that the series takes place a hundred years prior to the events of The Phantom Menace, which takes place in 32 BBY, and so that would put us at 132 BBY, 50 years before the end of the High Republic era and 50 years before Palpatine's birth. Showrunner, executive producer, writer, and director Leslie Headland has said that there's definitely going to be martial arts influences in the show. She's drawing from samurai movies and whatnot, and she also has a deep experience with the expanded universe. She says that her particular love was for the role-playing games and the information that comes from that. Kathleen Kennedy has said that she is definitely well-versed in the EU, uh, Leslie Headland is, and that she's drawing elements from it that have yet to be seen in Star Wars storytelling in the new era. Now, so far, the only official casting announcement is of Amanda Stenberg, and hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, as the lead for the Acolyte. Now, most people might know Amanda from playing Rue in The Hunger Games, but there are other movies where Amandala has had critically acclaimed roles, including The Hate You Give and also a horror comedy, I guess. I'm saying I guess because that's <laughs> horror is not my genre, but uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. So yeah, very well acclaimed and respected. And I you know think that's great news. It's also unsurprising because Star Wars is really attracting some very talented performers and certainly the casting rumors that are coming out for the Acolyte support that idea. Although none of these folks have been officially confirmed by Lucasfilm, Hollywood trades are reporting on all of them, so that tends to give it a more likely than not kind of situation. So Jodie Turner-Smith, who's known for role in Queen and Slim, Lee Jung-ja, hopefully I've pronounced that right, fingers crossed, uh, who had the lead role in Squid Game, Charlie Barnett, who was in Russian Doll, which was the series that Leslie Headland is also well known for, and Manny Jacinto, who was in Top Gun Maverick and is also well known for being on The Good Place. And that's what we've got so far. I imagine the reason why we're starting to hear more about these casting rumors has to do with the fact that we're probably getting very close to the start of principal photography. There have been multiple rumors and reports out there about this. I've seen October given as a date, I've seen November given as a date, but it seems likely that it's going to start 
by the end of 2022, regardless of which <laughs> rumor spoiler leaks outlet you're checking out. As for where and how it's being shot, well, that's sort of a bit of an open question of sorts. So the you know rumor leaks spoilers kind of folks are saying that there have been two actual physical locations where sets are being built or going to be built. One of them is in a remote part of Scotland and another one is in a town called Shinfield. There's a Shinfield Studios. It's about 40 minutes outside of London, apparently, and it's a whole new studio facility that's being built, but they're also apparently building some very large outdoor set, which is allegedly a Star Wars set, but whether it's for the Acolyte, it's hard to say. The rumors are suggesting that. However, it strikes me as coincidental, perhaps, that the Andor series for season two is supposed to start filming in November, and we already know that they are definitely invested in building sets and filming not in the volume necessarily, or at least not spending a significant chunk of time in the volume. And that goes to the heart of the question that I'm kind of wrestling with about this that just doesn't quite make sense to me that the Acolyte is necessarily gonna be shot largely on physical sets because so far every series and every season that has debuted on Disney Plus or that has already been shot or is currently being shot has been filmed almost entirely or with the lion's share of the on-screen action being presented in the volume. The only series where that's not the case is the Andor series. And while the High Republic has definitely been a very successful initiative in the publishing space, it's hard to say for sure whether Lucasfilm would be willing to roll the dice on a much more expensive physical set production as opposed to rolling with the volume instead. So that covers most of what we know and can suppose based on official information out there and information from the Hollywood trades and information from rumors, leaks, and spoilers at some level. There's some other stuff out there that I'm not digging into here because I just don't want to go that far into rumor, leak, and spoiler land. The only other thing I want to flag for our attention and consideration has to do with any Sith that might appear in the series and how the timeline indicates who could possibly be present. For a start, I'll say that the person for whom the series is named, the Acolyte, this person doesn't necessarily have to be a Sith Lord, right? They can still be somebody who is interested in the Sith, who is force sensitive and leaning toward the dark side, but I mean, we have, for example, in the Star Wars storytelling situation over in publishing, the Acolytes of the Beyond, who are definitely all about the Sith, but who weren't actually Sith Lords or Sith Masters or Sith Apprentices themselves. There's all of the people in the Sith Eternal that we met on Exegol in The Rise of Skywalker. So yeah, you can be a Sith and interested in the Sith, but not necessarily a Sith Lord, not a Sith Master or Apprentice. But as far as the timing of the series and who could be present, well, right now it's not established in canon what year Darth Plagueis was born. Darth Plagueis is the Sith Master to Darth Sidious, aka Sheev Palpatine. But Legends puts it at somewhere between 147 and 120 BBY. So for the purposes of the Acolyte, if it is taking place around 132 BBY, then Plagueis would just have been born, or very recently born, and also potentially just recently handed off to his master, which is Darth Tenebris. And Darth Tenebris has been named in canon, so we know that that is Sidious's master. Tenebris 
we don't know about his master. And all legend says about that master is that it's an unidentified Twi'lek Sith Lord who died somewhere between 167 and 124 BBY. So basically, from a time period perspective, we could be looking at the Twi'lek Sith Lord who was the master to Darth Tenebris. Those would be the master and apprentice who would be active at the time of the Acolyte if we are in fact happening at 132 BBY. So there you go. That's what I've got for you about the Acolyte, about what we know, what we can logically determine, what we can speculate about so far, and that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, but their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.